This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This episode comes from our YouTube teaching archives. In this video, we're going to be talking about the Wu Wei Wisdom perspective on death, dying and grief, and how you can move on authentically and positively after the death of a loved one. Okay, David, so the question we've had in on this topic is, my wife died unexpectedly six years ago and my life has never been the same since. I can't move on and part of me doesn't want to move on. I miss her terribly and I cry every day thinking about her and the life that we should be having together now. Is it possible to ever get over this? Wow, uh, this is going to be a big subject. Um, and you know, in these videos, I often talk about oneness and something that connects us all on a spiritual level. Well, this is the one subject that we all have in common. Every one of us here, everyone watching all over the world, we have this subject in common that people that we love, people, members of our family, even things like pets can leave. They can die. And it's very difficult for us, for our minds to come to terms with that and to get over with that. So I hope we can do this subject some justice because mm. it's a subject that really affects us all. Yeah. And before we begin, can I just say to this gentleman here, I'm very sorry. Because if, if you go through his questions, he, he used one word which I find in common, suddenly. And when somebody passes very suddenly and you're not expecting it, someone passing in general is, is really traumatic. But when they pass suddenly and you haven't got your mind adjusted to it, this can be even more powerful. And that could be because they're young or because it's a sudden illness or an accident. But when they suddenly go, because our minds have this way of trying to plan expectations of how our future is going to be, how this person will grow up or, or how our relationship will be together. And then when suddenly when that changes and goes away, our mind immediately goes into this trauma, traumatic state of, of loss, of emptiness, and it creates all of these red light feelings that I'm sure we'll talk about in mm -hmm. this video. Mm -hmm. I mean, David, one of the, the questions we get asked over and over again on this subject is, what is the, the, the Taoist perspective, or what would you say is the Taoist perspective on death and dying? Because and is that kind of different to the teachings we normally get in Western society? Yeah, I think it is. You know, it's it's, it's strange as when I was studying in, in China, um, there wasn't ever much talked about death and the process of death because, to be honest, no one knows, do we? We don't know what happens after death. And I, I can remember having a teaching session with one of the monks, and I said to him, what's, what's, the, what's the teaching, what's the perception of death? And he, he looked quizzically at me and said, why don't we talk about life? Why, why don't we talk about the now? Why, we don't know what's going to happen 
past our death. It's like we don't know what happened before we were born. Why do you want to focus on, on that? And then he went and gave a generalized teaching, which I'll pass on to you now. And it's very much like the water cycle, you know, the idea. And I often talk about rivers and streams flowing down, going into the sea, being taken up into the clouds to be falling us on the mountain, this cycle of life. And if we believe we're a spiritual person, which I believe we are, what the Chinese call Shen, I believe that we have Shen, we have this spiritual nature. One thing I think the scientists are now saying is energy can't die. So this energy transforms and goes around in this circle. I can remember one of the monks in his poor English trying to say it's like taking some like soup out of a bowl and then returning it back into the bowl. Mm -hmm. And so it's a constant moving and changing of energy sources because that's what we are. We are pure energy. And when something happens like losing somebody, it really jolts our mind. And that's why even more so this is a spiritual teaching mm -hmm. because what gets us through these traumatic situations is to connect to our spiritual nature is what is it that we believe about ourselves and about the people that continued on their journey in another form what is it that we really believe can't prove anything and you know that we shouldn't prove anything because this is part of who we are and this is part of our cycle and so um would you say then the Taoist teaching is that because we're energy and um, kind of a big part of our energetic makeup is that is this spiritual energy which just goes on forever, really. So although the, our physicality, we die, the, the, our human energy kind of ends, or does it end? I suppose that gets recycled as well. That but, gets recycled, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But the yeah. energy of the person, the shen of the person carries on, and it's just another stage in in the continuing infinite cycle of all energy i think so i think i think that's that's how i see it i think it's a kind of a changing form and and it goes back to the teachings that we touch on through all of these life lessons series that we've been doing this idea of oneness this idea that we can't be separate this this idea that everything in the universe is connected remember i used to say you know 10, 15 years ago, remember you are made of cosmic stardust. And you used to yeah. laugh and you say, well, that's a bit, yeah. it's a bit extreme, David. And now the scientists are saying this, mm -hmm. aren't, aren't they? They're saying that we are made of cosmic stardust. So everything in the universe is interconnected and connected. And I think that's how I would like to think about it in the deaths of the, my loved ones in my family and, and my clients, because a lot of my clients come to me because they're in the final stages and suffering with uh, where illnesses are going to terminate their life and they want to talk about the spiritual side. Because what I've noticed, and as in my own family and with clients, I've probably been at the, at the death of about, oh, at least a dozen and maybe more people. And one thing that I notice is at that point of dying, there's a tremendous stillness comes over them and over the room. And there's no fighting. There's just an acceptance and a surrender. And, and I don't, because I haven't experienced it, but I, I see that all of the time when I'm working with people. There's this sense of oneness, this sense of 
connection, this sense of going back, this sense of returning, of going home. And that's what I got from it. Now, that's just my impression. I think that everyone out there listening to this will have their own experiences and they're equally as valid. And please share them in our Mm -hmm. Facebook community because we all have a different experience. But one thing I will say, it's something more than physical. it's something in in that room, there's something more going on than a physical experience. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would call Shen, that spiritual experience. Yeah. And, and the human-centered mind, as we call it, or the inner child, or often referred to as the ego, has a great difficulty in accepting that there is something more than the physicality that they can touch and perceive and prove. That's why, you know, the the ego, the human centered mind, finds it hard to accept that the energy of your loved one goes on. The energy of your loved one is still around you, even though they're not physically with you, because the human centered mind wants that proven. They want they want the physicality. They want the reality. They want it in demonstrated in very strong terms or that otherwise they just don't it's like the the ego won't accept it and I think you know when even when someone who uh who's not necessarily died but someone who's visited you or been in your house with you and even when they've left you have the sense of that energy still in the house or you notice there's a change in the energy but the energy is still there somehow of of that person and would you say it's because we're not we're just not used to tapping into that more sensitive level of energy that we 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 don't kind of feel that energy of that individual whether they're dead or left us for another reason around us i think there's two or three things you said there i think you're right that that part of us that we call the human-centered mind the inner child some people call it the ego i think it wants certainty it wants the known it wants to know what's going to happen and whatever your beliefs are about the afterlife you know whatever it is we don't know for certain. We can do good guesses and we can find something that really suits us and and creates a green light feeling of comfort that we know that's going to happen. But the mind will always resist that because as we say in many of our life lesson videos, that inner child wants certainty, mm-hmm. wants to know for sure. And this is one thing that they'll never know for sure. And so mm-hmm. the mind will find that really difficult to accept and will resist that. And yet, strangely enough, you know, this is one thing, as I said at the beginning, this is one thing that we all share. <laughs> we're all going to die. That's the only thing, it doesn't matter where we come from in the world, doesn't matter whether we're male or female, it doesn't matter about our age. One thing that you and I will share is that sometime we will pass. And I think the mind really finds that so difficult to accept because it doesn't know what happens after that. Yeah. And I, and I think, as Alex says, that's where I think the spiritual teaching really comes into its own. Do you actually believe that you are just skin and bones mm-hmm. in a collection of cells? And I, I've said before, if you ever doubt that, just think now of someone you love, a child, a partner, a parent, and just relax for a moment. And you can, you can picture them in your mind's eye, the color of their hair, their eyes, 
the way they talk and walk. But if you breathe now and just close your eyes for a second, and is there something more about them? Is there something more than their physicality? Is there something more than the way the sound of their voice and the way they dress? And I would say, yes, there is. And that's when you were saying when people walk into the room or come into the house, Chinese call this qi energy, spirit, shen, whatever you want to call it, that essence of who they are. And I believe that that never leaves. That's still around. And even if it's someone that you are really loved and you miss physically, they never really leave you. And they're always there with you because they're part of you. And whether that's a partner, as in this gentleman's case, someone you loved and someone you've shared your dreams and your expectations, and you see a life going forward, and that life that you see, your expectations change, changes. It's a, it's a massive, massive shock to the mind. And you have to accept that shock as well, because this is normal. You know, we talk about red light feelings, and, and some people was, could ask me, well, isn't grief a red light feeling? Of course it's a red light feeling. And this is what we say on all of the videos. It doesn't mean to say that red light feelings are bad. It is totally normal to experience that jolt, that big upsurge in how you saw your life panning out. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly it's changed. In an instant, it, it can change. And for the mind, that's very upsetting. And so I would say that that red light is totally appropriate. Going through the stages of grieving is totally appropriate. Mm -hmm. And and as we've said in, in a couple of our other videos, there's no set way, no set length of time no. to no. grieve. No. Um, the red light feelings, the uncomfortable or painful feelings you, you will experience after the death of a loved one. Um, so whether that's sadness, grief, uh, or, or, all sorts of mixed emotions. It can be that anger. Can, that it can anger, be frustration. frustration. can be resentfulness. Yeah. It can be lots of, yeah. lots Guilt. of, lots of, lots of, that's why I prefer to call them red lights mm -hmm. rather than giving all these yeah. labels yeah. to them. Because if you start to give all these labels, guilt, anger, resentment, failure, it, it, it gets it yeah. so confusing yeah. instead of just experiencing the feeling and sitting quietly with the feeling that you are creating. And here's where this teaching that we say in every video is so important for you. You are the creator of those feelings. You're not the victim. And so it's quite normal and natural to experience this red light feeling when someone that you love goes and passes and continues on their journey. It's natural. There's nothing unusual about that. And there's nothing to be avoided about that. And that's why we use a term in the Wu Wei model, sit with it. And sometimes that's a good thing to do. Sit in your tears. It's okay to sit quiet. It's okay to reminisce. It's okay to remember the good times that you had together. It's okay to respect them and to think about them and the relationship that you had. And if that makes you upset, that's okay. That's okay. And it's okay to go through that feeling and experience that feeling. And that's part of the process. 
and for everyone. See, I can't give you, it would be inappropriate to me to say, well, you should be feeling that for two days, five days, a week, a month. I can't mm -hmm. tell you that because everyone is different. But what I will tell you is, you know, you know what's appropriate for you. And the teaching that I would like to pass on to you, which has really helped me about death, and this is, this is one of the greatest things that really moved me and changed my perception. Honour the person's spirit by doing what they would want you to be, what they would want you to do, how way they would want you to live. So think about that person that you've lost and ask yourself, what would they want for me? Would they want me to destroy my life? Would they want me to be miserable and angry and frustrated? Would they want me to lock myself in a dark room and never in, engage with life again? What would they want for me? And I believe the greatest way that you can honour their memory, honour what they stood for, honour who they are, is to follow their wishes, mm -hmm. is to live your life how they would have wanted you to do. So in this case of this yeah. gentleman, how would his wife have wanted him to live after she's moved on? Mm -hmm. Would she want him for six years, I think he said, to be miserable every day, to cry every day, not to get on with his life? Would anybody who loves somebody want that for them? And I would ask this gentleman, please honour your wife and what she stood for. Honour her awesomeness. Honour her spirit. Live your life the way that she would have wanted you to live. And that, to me, is the greatest gift that you can. this gentleman mm -hmm. can give mm -hmm. to, his, uh, to his wife, is to respect her, is to love her, is to have her spirit around him all of the time and live as though she's with him and get on with his life as though she's with him, because I believe she is with him. Yeah, yeah, thank you, David. So what I think I've, you've said is that really, if, we are, if we've lost a loved one, that we should embrace the emotions. We shouldn't block no. the emotions in. We shouldn't lock them in. We shouldn't try to avoid them or be embarrassed about them. We should sit with them, accept that it's okay and it's natural and it's authentic to experience these emotions. Mm -hmm. And then when you're ready, almost as the kind of a next stage, is then to think about what would my loved one have wanted for me? I think that's the stage because I absolutely agree that it's normal to grieve mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I, I'm not even giving you a time frame for the grieving. What I will say is some clients that I've dealt with have come to me, they've been grieving for years mm -hmm. and they've created the carousel. Yeah. So the grieving state becomes almost familiar becomes a safe place for them because they get so used to grieving. And that's why that teaching, I think, changes your perception. Would that person that you love, whether that's your child, could be your child died early, could be your wife, it could be your parent, could be a friend, would they want you to spend your life going round on the carousel mm -hmm. of despair? That's why we call it the carousel of despair. Would they... 
want to move on and then expect you to be in despair for your life also to end, they wouldn't want that for Mm -hmm. you. And so if you do find yourself drifting on that carousel of despair, you're not respecting or honoring what they stood for. And that to me is the teaching, the change in perception. Remember, we spoke a couple of videos about we can't change what happened. We can't. I'm really sorry. Honestly, I've experienced it. My father died suddenly when I was 10 years old. Big, strong man, big man, never had a day days of, of illness in his whole life, suddenly died. You can imagine what a shock that was for the whole of the family. And I can, I can still remember, I was 10 years old, I can still remember going for when to the graveyard when he was buried and seeing the coffin go down into the ground and and experiencing like someone had cut off my arm. That was the experience I felt. But I believe that to honour my father, I would have to live my life the way that he would have wanted me to live. I would not go, well, that's it, I'm going to play up now, I'm not going to get on with my life, I'm not going to do the best that I can, because he wouldn't have wanted that for me. And so I can't change the event, but I can change my perception of the the event. And instead of feeling sorry for myself, sorry for everybody else, going on the carousel of despair, I believe my father would have wanted the best for me. And that's how I've always lived my life. And so a word that I use, I think is really important. Again, we've used this many, many times in these videos. So important here is to be inspired. I love that word, inspired. I think about it as in spirit, being in your spirit, connecting to their spirit, never letting those two part. Even if they're not physically here, they can still be here inside Mm. of you and they can walk beside you and hold your hand. And if you knew, if you really believed who was standing beside you, you could never be lonely You can never be alone. You can never be left because you have that interconnectedness that we talk about in every video. And this is the Taoist teaching. We are interconnected. You are made of cosmic stardust. Whether you're here, whether you return to it, you're just on this journey. And we're all on this journey together. And that's why I say you're so blessed to be here. You're so blessed to live your life. And instead of worrying about other things, why don't you live your life in the moment and honour those people? Mm-hmm. David, I think I think <clears throat> everything you said there, um, it, it really resonates with me and it sounds like <clears throat> such an authentic and more peaceful path to deal to dealing with the death of a loved one. I know for a lot of people, though, or who are listening to, to this video, There will be part of their mind, so whether it's their inner child, their ego, whatever you want to call it, that is resisting taking that peaceful path because they are holding on to things like, it's not fair that this happened, or I should should have done something differently, I blame myself, or "This this is just so unjust, or, you know, I've got something missing from me now or I had such great dreams and I can't let go of those dreams that part of of your mind that we call the inner child 
is still stuck on that story. Yeah. It doesn't want to <clears throat> let go and it doesn't want to reach acceptance and take the peaceful path that you've just talked no, about. No. I think I think when I'm working with clients on these issues, that's exactly what mm -hmm. we're normally talking mm -hmm. about, is that part of the mind that just won't accept. And a great Taoist teaching is acceptance, is accepting what the event, what has happened. And so many people just refuse to accept. I think this gentleman said yeah. something like it. He just doesn't want to he accept He's still it. holding on to the still. dream of, of how their life should be now together exactly. with his wife. Exactly. And that's why I believe, and I've said many times, that acceptance is one of the greatest Taoist teachings to accept the reality the way it is, not the way that you would want it to be. And not to put these judgments, as Alex says, of fairness, unfairness. It's just he was too young. He's got his life ahead of him. Is this, this, this? They sat. this, the other. I should have done this. I should have done that. What would it have been changed if this would have happened? And, and all you're doing is putting yourself on the carousel. It's like and, a, it's like tormenting yourself, really, isn't it? It's like a self well, torture. Well, in it's, a way to well, keep it's interesting. About I was I was just coming on to that because a lot of my clients will believe that they have to torture themselves mm -hmm. because they don't deserve to be happy. They don't deserve to have a happy life. But again, as I said earlier, think about that teaching. Is that person that you've lost? Would he want you to torture yourself? Would they want you to torture yourself? Whether it's your child, whether it's your wife, whether it's your husband, whether it's your parents, would they want you to? live your life in torture. And so you see what happens with the mind, instead of opening it up that we're trying to do in this teaching, it becomes very self-consuming. And it's all about me, 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 uh, poor me, I wanted it this way, and it's been taken away from you it, too early, too quick, as premature. I should have said this, I should have said that. And it's all about in inverting yourself back onto you instead of widening yourself and looking at the big picture. What would they have wanted? Yeah. How can I honor them? One thing you said there, which is very important, again, I deal with this. If only I'd have done this, mm. if only I wouldn't have argued, if only I wouldn't have spoken to them. I had a lady just a few months ago who lost her mother and she hadn't spoken to her for six months and then she said, how silly, is, how silly was it to have an argument and not speak to your mother for six months and now I've lost her? And again, this is what we say on all of the life lesson videos. Don't be caught up on this carousel. Live your life. Speak honestly. Speak truthfully. Live your life in the moment. Don't put, don't get caught up in all these carousel of despair mm -hmm. of what ifs and they did this and I'm going to get my own back and how dare they do that yeah. you know your Shen your their Shen is much more important with that and live authentically live your truth live with integrity follow your beliefs other people might not have your beliefs but at least find as, as Alex said that peace in your beliefs so be honest with yourself it doesn't matter what other people say we say on all the videos and people write in, what do the people say about you? It's none of your business. Yeah. What do you say about yourself? Yeah. And when you make decisions about family and friends and keeping relationships, don't respond to them. Don't be reactive. Be proactive. 
respond that what is true to you. And then you'll never have those regrets because everything you're doing is true and honest to you. And you see how this teaching becomes spiritual? This is the nature of spirituality, not fancy woo-woo and all this type of stuff. It's about living honestly, truthfully, with integrity, following your truth, living that you're proud of yourself. And if you love somebody, that's the greatest gift. If that's your wife, in this case, your child, you've been blessed to love that person because they've moved on. Don't let that die because it gives it no value. You've got to give these things real value and you are the one Mm -hmm. that gives the value. Mm -hmm. So if we are experiencing the kind of inner conflict between wanting to take the authentic, peaceful path and the inner child saying things to us like it's not fair, Uh, I blame myself, if only, I'm so angry about this, the injustice, or I feel guilty. The inner child is saying all those things to you. And as you say, becoming quite... Uh, self-consumed and going going in on itself the inner child is going in in, and really kind of whipping up it's punishing punishing itself um you have to sit quietly and and speak to that part of your mind we call the inner child as if you would as if you were teaching a small child who, who who's in your care and and explain to that child that part of your mind that you know, in the te- in a way that that a child would understand that this is what's happened. This is reality, and, and, and this, this this is reality, and and now this is what we're going to do together to move on. Absolutely, and take time and be patient with yourself when you're doing that process, because as we say, there's no rush here. There's no need to immediately sort things out. There's no need to immediately do things a certain no, way. No, but that, but that thing that you've just explained, Alex, is so important because I see it as all the time. And you just be with my clients, but this bringing in on yourself, it's all about yourself. It's all about yourself. And what I would want to do is turn it mm-hmm. around and mm-hmm. it's opening yourself up. It's understanding that if you've had a relationship with this person and it... Uh, and I know what we're saying because so many, it could be a child of just a couple of hours. It could be someone who died suddenly that you've been so blessed to be touched with this person that the spirits have come together, that your sharing is connected with somebody. Mm. Don't dishonor that. Yeah. That's the word I would use. That's a translation of the Taoist teaching of honoring the shen of the person. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would put. And if I was talking to my inner child, which I did about my father, it's about honoring that part of him. It's about not disrespecting mm-hmm. him because he's not physically here and he was taken away completely suddenly. What he wanted, his shen, his spirit continues. And it's, it's my responsibility i guess it's like keeping the candle alight Mm, it's like mm. keeping that flame going that even if he's not physically here i'm going to maintain that flame inside of me and i've been doing that now as all of my life you know i i I want i would like to think that he's proud of me i would like to think that i've done my best i'm not perfect Mm -hmm. i've made mistakes but I've always tried my best and I'm keeping that flame alive. And that's how I would say it. And the child, because 
something's taken away, that inner child sees it as like unfair, unjust, and wants to shut down, wants to cut in on themselves, wants to darken the room, wants to go mm -hmm. and be quiet. And what we've got to do is reverse that yeah. and open it up and be part of the universe. I love that thing about cosmic stardust. Look up at the stars. You are made of the same material. We are part of a great universe. We've got nowhere to go. Our bodies may change in form, but our spirit say, mm. stays in mm. this oneness. And that's the greatest Taoist teaching, that you are one. You can never be alone. They can never leave you if you do not want them to leave you. They may leave you physically, but spiritually they'll always be with you and you will always be with them. And these are the choices that you can make. And these are the spiritual teachings, the life lesson that death offers you mm -hmm. and will offer you. If it hasn't offered you yet, I can guarantee you it will offer it to you. And you have to learn those and to grow and to expand the teachings to other people. Because when they're going through this, Alex, oh my goodness, it's almost like, I keep on getting this image. It's almost like your world comes down into like a real narrow thing. Mm. And what we've got to do is Try and, and the work is to, to, to I, I guess, working with your inner child or that part of your mind that is resisting accepting what's happened is to work to gently keep keep the lens open, to That's keep right. your your energy open to being part of the, the flow of energy, you know, in the here and now, while still accepting and honouring that person. Absolutely. I mean, I really like what you said, David, about having an appreciation of how blessed we are to have had that person in our life for however many years it was, you know, rather than saying, well, I had an expectation that they would be with me forever and this is how it would be, is to just really have a deep gratitude that you, that person was in your life for however, yeah. however long that was meant to be, you know. So can, can I yeah. put that on a practical yeah. level? So on a practical level, as Alex has just said, Today, now, after this video, go and tell the people you love that you love them. Mm -hmm. Go it now. Don't think, oh, well, they know it. Oh, well, I'll show them. Well, mm -hmm. I'll cook them a nice meal. Go and give them a hug and say, I love you. And I'm so blessed to share my life with you. And this is what I mean on a practical yeah. level. This is what I call it inspirational be in your spirit. Don't wait till next week. Don't wait till next year. Don't wait till the next time you see them. Do it now. And when you're with them, appreciate that moment. And this is why this teaching of death, dying and grieving is a life lesson. Because if you learn it, your life changes today. You can appreciate every moment and live in the now, live in the moment and live truthfully, live with integrity. And that opens up that filter. That's a good way. Because this grief can yeah. narrow the filter and we want to open it up to so you can see around you and see every part of the universe that you live in and all of the people that you are blessed to be around. You may not like them at times and they may annoy you, but you can still love someone. And if you've got children, if you've got parents, if you've got a partner, and they can sometimes get on your nerves like they do with anybody. But it's also e equally, unexpectedly, go and put your arms around them and say, I love you. I love you. I care for you. I'm so blessed to have you in, in my life. And they might go, oh, get off. What's the matter with you? 
but at least you've done yeah. it. And this is why you're doing it for you. You're doing it to get that connection. And you know, I talk about this change in the direction, and this is the change in direction to Shen, to spirit. Be inspirational. Live in your spirit now, today. Don't wait for these incidences to happen and then have to do a big like spring clean of your thinking. Do it now. Use these videos to change your life now. And this is why we call them life lessons. These are the life lessons. I will guarantee you everyone that's listening to this will have to go through this in some form. So get your life in order now. And live to your truth. Have your integrity. Be honest with yourself and honor the people around you, whether they're with you physically or not. And this is the, this is the teaching. Mm. Thank you, David. Thank you. So I hope that's given you. So that was a difficult. Yeah, it's a uh, difficult subject to talk about, but we know it's really important because we've had so many questions on it. And and can I just say before you you finish up, if we haven't, talked about your specific circumstances i'm very sorry but really our love goes with you and please please share because that's one of the things don't sit there with all of this on your yeah, shoulders heaviness, heaviness yeah. and you can't speak to a- uh, to anyone uh, because one of the greatest things is to communicate so Please join our free Facebook community and yeah. share and yeah. share what your thoughts. I'll put a link below to our Facebook group. And even if you've got over it, you know, just share how you got your over it. It's yeah. your experiences because the the grieving process continues even if you've lost somebody. I mean, I, I lost my father 60 years ago and, and, and uh, you know, it's still going through that process. So please share, and I'm very sorry if we haven't spoke about your specific circumstances, Mm -hmm. but we're with you, so please share. And just one last tip. If you know someone who who is grieving, please listen to them. Don't try and solve it for them. Just listen to them. Give them a sounding board, and don't get upset if they cry and you cry with them. That's okay. Okay. Just let that happen and let them go through that process. Because what we've talked about today is unique to everyone. No two people are the same. So I understand that. So please go through your process. And if you know somebody who's going through it, just be there for them. Sit and listen to them. Don't think you have to fix them. Just sit and listen and be part of that process. You're very honoured if they want to share with you. So honour that spirit as well. Mm, thank you, Sorry, David. Sorry, I just No, no, that. that's great. So please do comment below. Do share. If you've got any questions, please post them below as well. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuweiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. 
Until next time, stay happy, healthy and in your flow.